everybody on this episode of Sap and Chance Boxing. We're going to get right into it. We're going to look back at Benavides Boo Boo, Charlo, and Junior. Also, we're going to take a look at Katie Taylor and her return to the ring after her loss. That plus our trip to Vegas and so much more on this episode of Sap and Chance. So strap in and thank you for letting us into your ears. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance Boxing. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson. I'm home back in Vancouver, and I'm joined with my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, buddy, man? Happy Thursday. I'm doing pretty good. How was your trip? Trip was solid, man, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Why don't we just cut right to the chase and go Do to number one. Let's talk about the fight that happened this past weekend, the main event on the Showtime's last pay-per-view card as well. Uh, David Benavides against Boo Boo Andre. Is it Andre or is it Andrade? Nobody or knows. Andrade or some call him. Andrade as well, man. <laughs> there you go. Let this round begin. Uh, there we go. So, Chance, I was there in the crowd. You were watching it on TV. Tell me what you saw. I actually thought that uh, Andre didn't do bad. He actually won the first first round for sure. Um, second round was close. Um, everybody's knocking him now, saying he didn't have a game plan. He was fighting too close. He was trying to bully the bully. Well, what do you want him to do? People are saying he should have fired outside more, threw his jab, made the ring bigger. But I thought his strategy was was good. It's just the fact is David hits hard. And Andrade, he didn't like he, he did quit at the end of the stool, but he took a lot of punches. He's a game fighter. It's just Davis is David. David is bigger, stronger. He's meaner. He's got the confidence and the will to win. And when David tells everybody, I want to go to 175, I want to go to 200 at Cruiserweight, I want to be the best Mexican fighter ever. He's not kidding. You can see it in his eyes. Um, people thought, oh, you know, on the online, like, oh, he's losing the fight. He's losing the fight. He lost a couple rounds. They were just feeling him out, getting his timing down. He knew eventually going to walk him down and just smash him. And he did. And he hits hard. And, you know, Andrade fought a good fight. It just, Lost a better man, simple, bigger and stronger. You take from, you were live. Yeah, I was there live and that was really cool. The seats that we got were not close, but they were pretty close. I mean, that arena is amazing. I'll say that much. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. MGM Grand, you know, the, the arena, the garden is amazing. It, it, it's history. But this, I thought, was a better venue for boxing just in terms of the angles and the views. Um, from where I was, I was literally, if you can picture me, I was kind of tilted this way so I could see right into David's corner. Yeah, I, I, I've seen the pictures. So yeah, good view. Whoever was in the blue corner, I could see them clearly as day. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say the same thing. I think the one thing that people aren't giving Boo Boo enough credit for was coming right at him. Like he squared mm. up to him right off the bat. Like he did. there's no showing down, right? Uh, the one thing that I did notice, and you know, because we kind of got to see this firsthand, his footwork was amazing. He was not flat-footed like a lot of people thought he would be. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever people criticize, and David has said this before that you know you're going to criticize me. I watch everything. So I'm going to prove you all wrong. So, yeah. I'm, you know, knowing that the people that he's been working with down there in Seattle and the things that we saw when we were down there, I mean, that power is something, you know. Thanks for bringing that up. He had a great game plan. That, Jose Senior, the team had a great game plan for Andrade. They, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he was square with him. That was the funniest part, I thought. Like, okay, why is Andre just going in square? Like, he's not, you know, you know, 
I don't know. I just, I just, I was surprised that it ended the way it did. Again, not having the commentary in the background and everything. So you're kind of trying to figure out as it's going. But I think everything changed in that fourth round with that body shot. That body oh, shot yeah. changed everything, right? That led to the knockdown. Um, and you know what? The one thing that I took from it, I really felt that the referee was giving Boo Boo every opportunity to recover. Absolutely. The mouthpiece. Like I almost felt that Boo Boo spit the mouthpiece out himself, man. He did. He did it intentional to catch a breath. He was done, dude. Like they say, hit the body, the head will die. That's exactly what David Benavides did. No, no, Seventh round, finished him. Boo didn't want to get off the chair. I don't, you can't blame him. They would have stopped it anyways. He was done. Definitely. Okay, we've gone over that round, but pretty much, I mean, it was what we expected, but a little bit more. I didn't think we were going to end that way. I thought it would go a little bit later. I think we Me both did. But I think David... Andrade was happy it was over. He didn't want to get it no, anymore. He no. was done. David's out to prove something. And you know what? Right now, the way it stands, if you compare the two, you know, he's going to give someone a lot of problems, you know? Um, yeah. If this goes down the way we're going. All right. Round number two. I thought maybe we talk a little bit about the co-main event. Are you down? Let's do it. All right. So let's get this round started. Um, okay. So being there live, this is the one thing that I took away from it. Um, in basketball, you know, when 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 either Shaq or, or LeBron's on the court, even though everyone else are big guys there, they just look huge compared mm -hmm. to everyone else on the court. That's what I kept seeing. Like, I just saw this guy that just towered width-wise, you know. Maybe, with Charlo. Like, yeah, Charlo just yeah. looked massive. I mean, mm -hmm. the one thing that I kept hearing a lot outside afterwards, um, just from different people, that the copy box numbers were skewed. I think that, you know, and I, I do agree. I thought that, you know, Junior landed a lot more than they were giving him credit for. Um, again, that's just from my viewpoint. Um Charlo just looks slow and methodical. Like I, I'm, I mean, I get it. He won and everything, but ultimately, I mean, it was the outcome that people were thinking that yeah. was going to happen and what have you. But give Junior credit, man. I'm not saying that because we know him or 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 we we talked to him. You got to give the guy credit for taking it to ten rounds, right? To taking it the whole way. This is a 154 guy who came up against a guy who missed weight at catch weight and came back heavier. Yeah. Well, God knows how much he weighed at fight time, right? Oh, 180, 185, who knows? So, so the fact that Junior lasted the full fight and, and you know, I mean, I saw Junior after. Yeah, he was a little marked up, but he didn't look too bad per se. Um, You know, he was a little, he obviously he was down after the fight, but was did the right guy win? Absolutely. Charlo won this easily. Um, the thing is, is that Junior has the heart of a warrior. You know, he just doesn't have the skill set to beat the top guys. When he fought Garcia, lost. Fought Crawford, lost. Fought Charlo, lost. He, he's never going to ever have a main event. He's never going to be a champion again. And I like the guy. I think out of all the Benavides people, he's the most personal. I really, really enjoy the guy. But I got to call it as I see it. Charlo's just a better boxer. He, he's a better athlete. He's bigger and stronger. But Junior hung in there at the heart of a lion. He took a good, lot of good shots. He uh, finished it off. You could tell, though by looking at it on TV because I have a close review that he was kind of happy that the fight was over. He knew that he lost. He was covering up at the end. He, he tried. He, threw, he did the best with what he could do. He just, Charlo's just a better boxer. Tar this Charlo is a better twin. He's calling out um, Canelo now, Charlo. And he said after, I wasn't impressed with Benavides. His footwork was sloppy. His dog in Benavides, you know what I mean? But hats off to Junior. He did deserve to lose. He lost 
the fight and Charles is a better boxer than him. And I hate to say that Charles is more game, more sharper, better game plan. Um, Charles won the fight. And just like the odds maker said, he won a decision quite handily. So I hate to knock Junior because I really like him, but this, this I thought reality. Junior had the faster hands. I just thought Charlo just looked really slow, but he was getting the job done. Yeah, he was picking him apart, landing at will, kind of walking yeah. him down. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of that round. Let's go to round number three. Um, earlier that day, Katie Taylor and Chantel Cameron had their rematch. Uh, let's get right into it. Um, so she wins by by split majority decision. Um, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Was that a knockdown in the first round or was that a slip? I don't know, man. It's it's hard to say. I thought it was a knockdown, but it could have been a sometimes you get knocked wrong, you knock back and you slip a bit. So it's a gray area. But this fight was probably the best fight of the night as far as action. These girls are going at it. They didn't like each other. They're hitting after the bell, they're bloodied up. This is a war. And um yeah, I had I have to say it was the best fight of even better than Benavides fights. Like the fraction wise, like they went at it. And uh, nobody yeah, thought she was gonna win and revenge her loss. Now they're going to have to have a trilogy. Now, a lot of people are saying, you know, retire right off into the sunset. You're 37, I think. But she said, no, we're going to have a trilogy. And this is what is the greatest women trilogy ever because they went at it. They hate each other. It was a great fight. I have to say it, man. Like, the right woman won. You know, Taylor won. She got her loss. She was hungry in her hometown. Finally avenged that loss. And I don't know where the third fight will be, but uh, great fight. What do you think? Well, I thought the fight was amazing, honestly. It was, yeah. yeah. I mean, that whole card was really fun. War. It was a war. It was a war, right? I mean, Chantel came out with that cut in the third round. I mean, that was a cause of concern for the rest of the fight. Um, but yeah, I think the right woman went, came in. Yeah, and absolutely. Um, I think also that she had something to prove here. Losing her first time in Ireland, you know, didn't go that, her way. She spent a lot of time doing media stuff and, you know, things like that for, for social media and just for, for the promotion. This time she stayed very quiet. She didn't really get involved in anything. So, I mean, her focus was just rocket, like, you know, just laser point rocket style, man. She was just ready to go. And I mean, that was evident in the fight. Yeah, she's getting older. And, you know, I'm just going to be curious now to see what the third match looks like. like this is crazy. They both won one. Now you have one more fight. I think it should be on. I don't know where the fight should be. Maybe move the location now. The last two fights have been in her hometown. Maybe move it to a different location, a little more neutral ground. I think being both European, I don't think this will come stateside or, or North no, I'll stay in Europe. But I mean, if there is a reason to do it, like, I mean, it's a tough one, right? Because you're almost thinking Cork Park. I mean, everyone keeps saying Cork Park, Cork Park. That's the place where she should be mm -hmm. fighting. But I mean, is that fair to Chantel now? Because I mean, all three fights in Ireland, like, you almost. No, it's not fair to her. She's 1 1, you've won 1. Let's go to a neutral place now. In Europe, find the neutral ground. Right? neutral ground like monte carlo something like that who knows right but i mean I and don't... katie taylor said this has been the longest six months of her life but she was just laser focused on getting this revenge and she did yeah. so the third fight's 50 50 i don't know man <laughs> who knows well we'll probably see it in the spring right we'll see where that kind of goes in but yep. yeah a solid match right woman won very happy for her cannot best fight of the day of all the fights is the most exciting one i have to say 100%. We want action. That's the one to check. If you guys didn't watch it, go check it out. Cameron Taylor, too, on the zone. It's, it's a war. Crazy, crazy. All right. That's the end of that round. We're going a little bit over on our rounds today, but that's okay. Um, Round number four. Should we talk about Vegas? Yeah, let's hear about it. I want to hear about 
This is going to talk about your experience after the fight, who you met, who you, um, the mo most friendly person you met, who you most excited to meet. Anybody give you any butterflies, the event, everything. Yeah, no, absolutely. And compare, compare, compare the Michelob Arena to the MGM because you've both been there and what you like better. What is a better fight experience? And break it okay. down. Let's hear it. All right. So why don't you ask me the questions and I'll answer them, brother Matt. I can't remember everything you just said. So let's go. What's the first thing you want to know, Mr. Michael? What arena do you enjoy better, the MGM or Mandalay Bay for a fight? Okay, so MGM will always be top because of the history and everything that's gone through there and the blood that's been spilled in there. But in terms of arena, I'd have to give the edge to Michelob uh, Ultralight Arena. I thought it was just a better venue. I thought it was just brighter, cleaner. The seats layout was better. Um, there were no poles that are blocking your view. Everything was open. So yeah, I mean, MGM forever, but Michelob was a better arena to host a fight. Yeah, yeah, Manly Bates has some good fights. Do not as as many as MGM, but I love the Manly Bates. The smell of it, it's walking in there, the pool, like it's an amazing, amazing um hotel. I was, you, I was telling you, even walking on the carpet was soft, considering how many yeah. people walk on that carpet every day. It felt like fresh carpet. I don't know how they do it, but man, what beautiful carpet. <laughs> and let's hear about some of the boxers or celebrities or commentators that you met. List them yeah, off and who's so most friendly. Lampley was amazing. I think I got butterflies in my stomach there, to be completely honest, because, I mean, he has been the voice of boxing for me since I was a little kid. I mean, he's mm -hmm. covered the best fights forever and ever and ever. Uh, he looked older, honestly. 73, be, yep. Right, to be that up close to him. Uh, but he his voice was still commanding. He still commanded a room. Oh, yeah, he knows what he's doing. So gracious, so kind um, in, in meeting and, and taking the time. And uh, yeah, so Lampley was amazing. Um, in terms of athletes that I ran into, I got to tell you, man, uh, Anthony Durrell was really, really nice. Uh, you know, considering everything he's kind of gone through the last little while, he was really gracious. Um, I, I met Floyd's protege, Carmel. Uh, he, he was really nice as well. Um, you know what? I, I'm not going to be, I'll be completely honest, man. After the fight, I, I got to spend some time with the team. I got to hang out a little bit with Jose after the fight as well, to be honest. Um, you know, I'll keep that personal, but we, we shared some moments together. Um, he was down, but you know what? He was still gracious enough to have us all up to his suite. Over to, to David's suite as well. So big shout out to Bernard coach for, for bringing me on board and, you know, allowing me to be a part of the flock after the fight. Um, that was just an amazing experience. I've never been to a penthouse in Vegas. Um, Contrary to what I've seen on TV, it looked more like a dinner party and a chill party. No one was really, you know, jumping around. People were just kind of hanging out. So, and it was really cool. I think the coolest thing for me, though, honestly, Chance, I got to meet some of our fans in Vegas. You That's know, cool. That yeah, was really, that. really cool. I'll say that was probably the best experience. Like, hey, Sam, hey, I met people from Ontario. I met some people from California, some people from Arizona. That's the end of the round, but we're not going to stop. Um that was awesome. To be fair, that was probably the highlight of it all. That just shows us that we're doing the right thing. We are reaching people, right? Yep. You know, so so that was really cool. Met this amazing family from California. Dad's a DJ. The son is a amateur boxer. Um, cool. Loved the positive. They came down for the fight. Yeah, they came down for the fights and stuff like that. Cool. Um, you know, so so meeting people like that and um, yeah. Through and through. There's a question I gotta ask you because I've never stayed at this whole that other hotel. 
Circus Circus or the Oyo Hotel, which the former Hooters Hotel, which one is better and which Oyo. which better? You Oyo. like that one better? Well, I mean, yeah, hands down. The Circus Circus should be torn down. Hands down. <laughs> like it just it's it's I mean at the end of the day, you you stay where you stay, right? But mm -hmm. Not, I mean, after being at the MGM or staying at somewhere nice, it's really hard to kind of walk in there. any other place, to be honest. It but is. oil, oil was nice. It, it was clean. It was decent. I mean, it's small. Obviously, it, it doesn't take long to walk from one end to the other end. Yeah. Location wise, it was perfect. For and, Mandalay Bay, absolutely. Yeah, it's right there. MGM was a five minute walk, literally. Mandalay Bay, maybe 15 minutes away with a free tram. Uh, so all in all, I mean, just in terms of location and whatnot, where it was, it was really good overall. Yeah, yeah I know it's a good location, right? As long as you're at the fights, it doesn't really matter where you stay, I guess. But uh, yeah, Mandalay Bay is a great place. Great, great for fights, great for family, great for great pools, got it all. Yeah, yeah, no, no complaints at all. But I mean, a lot of the stuff was cold. I'll say this, Vegas was cold. Yeah, you're saying that, yeah. Vegas was cold this time around. Like, I mean, it was like the daytime you could get away without a jacket, but you'd still want one with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but at nighttime, it was cold. Like my ears and my nose got cold. Let's just leave it at that. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll call it that. Um, all right. Um, very quickly, why don't we just wrap this up? I mean, do you have the odds up for, for the fight this weekend? I do. Okay, so why don't we just say, listen, guys, I'll be honest, I have not prepared for this upcoming fight with um, with Ryan Garcia and, and Oscar uh, Durante, but what are the odds? What's Vegas saying? Uh, well, Ryan Garcia is a very, very big favorite. He's a five-to-one favorite. Um, Oscar is a five-to-one underdog, so 100 bucks on Oscar pay you 500. This is basically, you know, Oscar is a game fight. He only has had one loss. Um, he hits hard, but, you know, Garcia's, the hand speed. They want to build him back up. He gets this win. I think he'll Garcia will stop him. He's training with Derek James now to improve some of his defensive holes that he's had, bring out the inner dog in him a little bit. Um, I see him stopping Oscar probably, you know, round seven, round eight, something like that, and catapulting him back up into the main event. Because people forget Dar Garcia versus Tank Davis. Davis is the biggest paper in the last few years. They did 1.5 million pay-per-view buys. So he's a big social media star. He's a good-looking kid. He's got a great personality. He needs his fight. People think he's not a serious boxer. He needs to win this fight in convincing fashion, and he'll be right back fighting the big dogs again. I'll say this much. Free like, on the zone this Saturday. Yes, yeah, on the zone this Saturday. It's free. It's not a pay-per-view. The one thing I will say, like I said, I don't know too much about, like, obviously we know Ryan. I don't know. Nobody much. knows who Oscar Duarte is. He's just right? a, a very yeah, unknown. You know, no disrespect to him. I mean, he's in there. He's doing it. So, you know, best of luck to both guys. But here's something I read just before we came on the air. During the press conference or something today, um, he took shots at Bernard Hopkins, right? Like saying, like, you know, I don't understand why these guys are disrespecting me. I'm the only golden boy that they have. I'm the only one bringing any money in. So, you know, like, I don't know what, we know there's an ongoing issue between them, those three guys, Oscar. They were, well, they were disappointed that he went down to a body shot. But it's funny, though, because when Bernhard Hopkins fought Oscar De La Hoya Same in shot. 2004, he went to a bot down to a body shot himself, De La Hoya. Same so shot. Same shot. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I think you could put the two videos side by side and it looked identical. Yeah. Then everybody's how tough Oscar is. So, I mean, Davis is just a better fighter than Garcia. This hits harder just the way it is. But uh, he is their cash cow. They should make him happy. He is the new 
2023 Oscar de la Hoya, right? So he should get an easily easy win here, and we'll get a back to the main event. And he is a big, big. He's up there with Canelo and Tyson Fury. He's one of the biggest pay per view stars in boxing. The girls love the guy, so they got to keep him clean. I want to leave with this one before uh, we get into anything else. The one fight that really stood out for me that night was Sabriel uh, Mateus. Mm-hmm. That guy is a monster, dude. Yeah. Like at 140, not many people are talking about him. We're all focused on on Progress and, and Haney at 140. This guy. He's coming. He's awesome. He is something else. I watched him live. I got to see him firsthand. And I tell you what, I, I don't know why people are not talking about him. This is the guy at 140, in my opinion, right now. Like he is that guy. I'm gonna yep. leave it with that. Um, what an amazing performance by Mateus. This kid is for real. I think people are sleeping on him. I don't think people are giving him enough credit. I don't think he's had enough big name wins yet, but when he does, these guys are gonna avoid him. They're gonna avoid him. Nobody wants to fight him. I would love to see him and Tanko. That's gonna be a great fight. I think he handles pretty much everyone else with that power, man. Um, yep. you know, it's just I just wanted to throw that in there before we one forget. more thing before we get to the history. Everybody's yeah. saying that you know Benefitas will fight Canelo, even though he Canelo can fight whoever he wants, right? To fight Charlo, whoever he decides to fight. People are saying, and even David himself is insinuating that Canelo's scared. Canelo's not scared of David Benavides. I'm not saying that who will win, but Canelo's not scared. He's been there with everybody from Triple G to Floyd to Sugar Shane. He's been there with everybody. It's Canelo is not scared of no man, not in boxing. So they'll have, they'll probably fight, and they'll this will be for you know the older guy, thirty three versus the younger guy. Who knows who's going to win? But I have to set the record straight. People saying Canelo's a duck, he's scared. I don't agree with that. And I love the Benavides family, but honestly, Canelo's not scared of them. And I'm not saying David can't stop him. Canelo think, will be a slight favorite in the fight because he just has a better resume and been in the championship fights. But Canelo's not scared of him. I think that's a myth. I think what we saw from David last night or on Saturday night kind of makes it a harder choice to make now between the two. I think I personally think David can beat him just based on, on, on what he's showed in that fight, but coming forward, his footwork and whatnot, like he will pose problems for Canelo. Not to say that Canelo, yeah. obviously if Canelo and, and David go, Canelo is going to train like a madman and be prepared. It's not going to be a cakewalk, but I think David can beat him. That's just my opinion. He can, yeah. Homer, yeah anything can happen, not being a homer, Canelo's not scared of him, though. He's not scared of him. I don't think Canelo's no. scared of anybody. No. Right? So no it could be a good fight. Hey, before we get to history, I forgot to mention you asked me in the round. Straight up, I got to spend more time with Mr. Stitch Duran. Uh, we'll probably have him back on the show. I did a four-minute cool. quick interview with him at the hotel there. He was so gracious at after great, the Great, great guy. I met up with him after the weigh-in, and uh, we we sat in the bet lounge at the Mandalay Bay, did a quick interview. Uh, I'll get that up as soon as I can clean it up and edit it. Um, but yeah, no, uh, just a phenomenal guy. Uh, gave him gave him one of our pins. Um, hopefully, he said that he'd wear it next Saturday. Uh, if, he, if he can, get it past top rank, but let's find out. Uh, but phenomenal guy, phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal one of the best guy. guys in boxing, hands down. Definitely. We'll have him on the show again really soon as well. But hey, Chance, what do you have this week in boxing history? Well, this week in boxing history, we had a great, great uh, trilogy came to an end. Marco Antonio Barrera won his third fight against the one and only Eric Morales in Las Vegas, Nevada, where you just were. Um, he won the WBC Junior Lightweight title in 2004. It was Ring Magazine's Fight of the Year. 
for Barrera to win this series. Two to one, he won the trilogy. Great fight, great war. All three of those fights were great. Um, if you, people haven't watched them, go back and check them out. Barrera versus uh, Morales. And here we're going to go Canadian history here. We're not even going in Can like all the way we usually do in Ontario, but we're going right in BC here. And this is going way, way back. And I've been researching this guy a little bit here. <clears throat> this is right from our backyard. Right. This is the one and only Frank Scott. He's an experienced boxer, a former Canadian champion, and a Commonwealth medal winner in 1966. Oh, wow. He trained out of the South Burnaby Boxing Club, the Vancouver Firefighters Boxing Club. Um, yeah, and he's uh, he was one of the most popular fighters back in the 60s, a well-known guy. Queensboro Boxing New Westminster. Um, so Commonwealth's game medal winner in 1966. Had to bring it up. Give him his uh, give him his props. I don't think many people talk about uh, that guy, so I had to had to bring it up. Commonwealth Games, nineteen sixty six, which is a big deal for the Canadians. We don't get a lot of guys winning medals at Olympics and Commonwealth Games and stuff. And so I've been reading up on him, and he was quite the popular man back in the sixties. So there it is, this Canadian there boxing history. There you go. Now, speaking of your this week in history, those two guys plus Tyson are all backing David. By the way, mm -hmm. very interesting. Did you see that? Um, um, Tyson was in the crowd. Yep. Yeah, well, he, he gave him the Mexican monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of cool. So let's see, man. Is this going to happen in May or is this going to happen in September? I mean, no, it'll, if it happens, it's going to happen in May. I think with the Mayo, they'll do T Mobile. The tickets will be like $2,000 a ticket. This is a big, big fight. And um, I the, the betting odds will favor Canelo by a slight little bit because he is the champ. He's more experienced. He is a, Canelo is a better boxer than David Benavides. David just hits harder and he's younger. He's determined and stuff, but if you want to break it down technical skill, Kyle is quite a quite a bit ahead of him. But who knows? Hey, I'm not saying that David can't win. I'll be cheering for David, but uh, to break it down realistically, you know, Kyle will be a slight favorite. But it's a young man's game. Kyle's 33, lots of fights under his belt. David's fresh, and uh, I'll be cheering for David. But uh, Canelo will be the favorite by Vegas just because he's the champ. Well, I mean, David really, really upped his star power. Absolutely, he's become a bigger, bigger name, and I think by the end of next year, he's going to be one of the biggest names in boxing, man. I mean, if, if everything can be Canelo, yeah, if everything goes. And here's something funny that I said. You know, I was sitting upstairs with those guys, uh, and I, I was with um, one of Mike Tyson's former sparring partners. I was hanging out with him. He's one of Diaz's boys. He's a part cool. of that group. I'm trying to remember his name, Mike. Uh, so I was sitting with Mike and I was sitting with a couple other guys that are a part of the team. Uh, mm -hmm. Kind of interesting, the guys that were all here, his hypnotist, his nutritionist, like all these different guys that were a part of this team, we were, we're all, all there. Together. And I said something and, you know, I should have probably checked myself, but I just said it. And you know what I said? I said this very simply. I said, wouldn't it be ironic if you think about it, David, potentially, if everything goes the right way, could become undisputed at 168 and at 175 in under three fights if everything goes accordingly. He's got to get through Canelo and Bivol. Those are tall tasks, yeah. Bivol has, has to win on the 23rd, right? Uh, Better Beef wins on January 13th. Yep. Those two guys become undisputed. Meanwhile, David goes and fights, what's this, uh, Canelo beats him. I'm just, Hypothetical, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beats him in one fight, becomes undisputed. Next fight will go up to 175. So if he if everything plans out and if everything goes accordingly in my head, the way I planned it, David potentially could be undisputed in two different weight classes and under three fights. 
Yeah, it could. The sky's the limit for me. Like he's got everything lined up. Uh, when you go to 175 and fight Bibble, Bibble will be a lot bigger, a lot longer than Andre, and that uh, will be a lot, lot harder. And bigger Bibble can take a shot. He's a skilled boxer, right? So, like I said, it's all you said it. It's all lined up for Benavides. He could potentially go 168, 175, and eventually go to 200 and knock them all down, man. I hope he does. But I tell you what, man, done. a lot, a lot of what David said on our show, uh, talking about you know just just living it, training. You know, it never stops. Even when you go home, it doesn't stop. You know, that that really, I really believe that's his style because just in talking to other people, the same comment came out. Like uh, I talked to one of the younger boys in the stable who's also a boxer. I hung out with him quite a bit as well. And he he echoed everything that he was saying. Like, you know, the conversations he has with the younger talent on their roster and everything. Let's see, man. I mean, coming. You know, the funniest this? thing that when we were watching David train and uh, we were going to the All Star game, and I said, "Do you like baseball?" He goes, "No, not really. I only watch boxing." And so he told us, and uh, he said it. He said it all the time. He's a student of the game, and he's not kidding you. He truly is, man. And everyone a part of that team, they become students as well. They all fall in line with his style and yep. the way he approaches the game. I mean, there's a lot that goes into preparing for this fight, which I saw. Yeah. I already knew it existed, but meeting the people behind the scenes that are a part of that was just insane, man. Uh, yep. Overall, good trip. Um, I can't complain. I, I had an amazing time. Well, anytime you go to Vegas, watch it. it's nothing like it. No, it's nothing like it, to be honest. Um, great experience through and through. Mm-hmm. But Chance, why don't we wrap this puppy up here? Yeah. So guys and girls, guess what? It's Thursday, which means we are just on the verge of the weekend. December is just a couple days away. Can you believe it, Chance? We're already at Christmas, man. Goes fast. Goes fast. Before you know it, it'll be springtime and baseball season starting up again. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, please be safe. Enjoy your weekends. Um, If you live in Vancouver, just a heads up. Apparently this weekend they are going to have roadblocks on every exit of Highway One. Just just a heads yep, up. They're saying, yep. That's what I'm hearing. Who knows? Now that it's out of the bag, maybe they won't. But I hope they do because we can get those idiots off the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? So that being said, if you're going to drink, drug, do your thing, man. Enjoy yourselves. Be happy, but please be safe because we want you to come back Tuesday so we can tell you more about CM Punk and all the stuff that he's up to. So on that note, my name is Bobby Sampson. He is Mr. Chance Michaels. And the words of the great ACDC, those that download and like and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And we also salute Team Benavides for showing us an amazing time. We salute all the athletes, commentators, celebrities that we got to meet for giving us the opportunity to stand with us, to talk to us. You didn't have to, but you did. You let me tell you all about us, and hopefully we'll have some of you guys on in the near future. Um, just so you know, I didn't get a picture with him, but I met T.O. again. Uh, talked to his manager as well. So let's see, man. Fingers crossed. Never know. Um, we got a lot of good stuff out of this trip, a lot of new contacts. And every trip we're going down with, man, I'm getting better and better of finding where to go and where to be and how to be. Yeah. Um, no blisters on my feet this time because I know the track now. So yeah. that being said... Guys, have a great, great weekend. We will see you next week. Samp and Chance are out.